And here we are, another bonus episode of the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. I'm Matt Browning. Thank you for tuning in, for subscribing, for downloading, for streaming this live. If you're watching it live right now or listening to it live, I sure appreciate you. Um, I want to get into an a interesting concept I, I was going through today. And the concept's called re-easy re, for me to say, um, sensitization. Re-sensitization. This is going to be great. This is already going exactly how I wanted it to go. Resensitization. See, I knew I could say that. So it's about 10 p.m. right now. I'm streaming this live on Facebook. So if you're watching this on Facebook, feel free to comment below um, and uh, read the description and we'll chat about what this whole concept is all about. So today is my son's birthday. Val turned seven and we had a great time today right? Thank you, Angel. We had a great time today, um, and we did a lot of cool special stuff, um, and I'll go through that in a second. But what I realized is some of the things we did with him, he loved, and it was like out of this world, and some of the things we did with him were just sort of like okay. Like his reaction was, I liked it, you know, but it wasn't uh, this crazy reaction. And what I realized is there are some things in his little life that we've actually pulled back from and withheld. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but we withheld uh, certain like uh, activities or special moments that, that here's the thing, as a parent, I want to give my kid everything. And, and especially if you have the money, you have the circumstance, you know, we're super blessed. We live in America. We live in California. Um, we run our own business. I have the ability to give my son kind of, for the most part, whatever he wants. And for, there was a season where we give him a lot, right? Like I, you know, he wanted a new video game, so I get a new video game. He wants a new toy. I want to get a new toy. And I just love him so much. My wife and I feel the same way. So we always, um, we have a joke where, you know, someone comes home with a bag from Target, right? They went out shopping at Target and all of a sudden, who walks in with a new Transformer? And, uh, and she looks at me and goes, oh, dad's a sucker. And I'm like, yeah. Or, or also, oh, mom's a sucker today. Yeah. And we kind of tease each other how we're like, we're the sucker, quote unquote, you know? And so the point is this, we started, we started getting that, uh, we started doing that less and less. And we started making things try to matter a little more. So even though it was really easy to give him what he wanted and, and, to, and it was hard to say no, right? He's, his little pouty lips, his little crying face sometimes, you know, like it was really hard to say no. But the truth is, here's the, the situation I think all humans interact with. It's part of our nervous system. The more we get exposed to something, we get desensitized to it, right? And think of it like this. If you, if you love, let's just say vanilla ice cream, and it's your favorite ice cream in the world, there ain't nothing wrong with, with vanilla ice cream. But if you have vanilla ice cream every single day, and you have vanilla ice cream every day for a week, by the end of the week, you'd be like, I mean, I still like vanilla ice cream, but it might not be as special as it once was. If you have vanilla ice cream every night, or every meal for that matter, right? Maybe at the end of every meal for a month, for two months, pretty soon you're like, I have had enough vanilla ice cream. I don't want any more. And we get the satiation process. So the first step is that we get desensitized and that's already bad enough, right? But after we get desensitized, eventually we get satiated and we're so sick of it, we don't want any more of that. So I think in life, we do that a lot with, with all sorts of things in our life. We do it with things in our health. We do it with food. We do it with items. We do it with people for that matter, right? I love people. 
I love my family. I love my friends. I love you know our, our team members and our clients and my church friends. And I love everybody. But if I saw the same person constantly, my wife excluded, of course. My son excluded, of course. But for the, you know what I mean? Like if, if I kept having the same um, deep discussion with the same person every single night, as amazing as it is, eventually it wouldn't feel amazing internally, if that makes sense. I would start to get desensitized to it. So here's a couple things we did. So number one is, now don't judge me, but as a parent, you know, we used to, we'd be suckers and at nighttime, you know, I don't want to go over to my bed. And we're like, oh, and one of us would break. We'd say, well, it's late. You know, why don't you come in our bed and fall asleep? And he's like five years old and, or six or, or oh, seven because he turned seven today. But we'll say, why don't you come in our bed and you can fall asleep? And it would be like mom would break the rules here and there. Sometimes dad would break the rules here and there, right? And what happened, though, is we got in this season where it became harder and harder to say no because he was getting more used to it. And instead of it being the special, um, well, let me back up. Here's the story. Here's how it started. So I would travel and be out of town. I'd go I'd be in a hotel that night, um, fly out, you know, wherever. And then Lola, it was part of one of their special things. She'd say, hey, um, so dad's out of town. Why don't we break the rules, right? Thank you, Angel. She says, let's break the rules. And, and, and that was what she would do. Oh, let's break the rules. And it was a special secret mommy and son thing that they got to break the rules because dad was gone. And, and once I came back, hey, we go back to your bed again. And it was like one special night out, you know, after every fortnight or you know, every month or so. But then we started breaking the rules more. And eventually we broke the rules so often, the new rule was that that's how we would live life. So then it got to the point where instead of, instead of saying, hey, tonight's special, it would be, hey, you're supposed to go back to your room. And he'd go, oh, I don't want to. And now we're throwing a fit because he's supposed to do what's normal. So I guess what I'm saying is there's some things that we need to decide no longer need to be normal. So think about right now in your life, think about in your business, think about you know whoever you are, whatever's going on. What's something that you have allowed to become normal, positive or negative, especially if it's positive, but something's become normal that maybe, even if it's really positive, you might need to actually tone it back. And this might be controversial when you start to think of really good positive things. Um, uh, here's another example. So um, I'm an entrepreneur, right? So I don't have to be at the office at 8 a.m. And I'm super blessed by that. And that's been my life since I was 22. So, oh my gosh, 16 years. Um, so for the last 16 years, I've never had to be at a certain particular time. So one of the things I do is I'd like to have like a morning routine. And I got in this habit where it's like, oh, I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. So I would get up in the morning um, and I'd, you know, have, have my coffee and go, you know, read my Bible or go take a nice book. And I'd go for a walk, go sit and meditate, go sit and pray. You know, like I'd take this time and really just sit, you know. Um, and I had this morning where I went down to the beach and I'm walking along and it was just so magical and beautiful. I thought, gosh, and I thought to myself this. Have you ever thought this? I should do this every day. And then maybe you do it every day. And then what happens is the special and the magical become really neat and enjoyable. And the enjoyable becomes, you know, nice and expected. And the expected becomes mundane. And the mundane becomes hard to continue doing and keep as a habit. And eventually we find ourselves, oh, I haven't been back to the beach for that walk in the morning for two weeks now. And we start to beat ourselves up at least I do, right? I'll beat myself up because now I'm not doing that thing that I thought was so special. And the truth is, I allowed it to become mundane and normal. And 
special became normal, and normal cannot be special. I, th- I think there's something about an exclusivity between the two. So just kick it around. Think about the idea of what's something that you've been doing um, that maybe is really special that you could decide just for a season, just for an experiment almost. Decide to stop doing. Decide to stop doing for a season, even if it's for a week or two, and then jump back in. So let me explain what happened with Val. So we got in a point where we really got serious about, hey, you're always going to be in your bed. Mom puts you to bed in your bed. I put you to bed in your bed. That's where you go to sleep. And don't get me wrong, right? He's, he, he was six for a while, now seven, of course. I'm just trying to get used to that. Uh, he'll still come in our bed like at 1 a.m., right? He'll, he'll jump in and like wake up in the middle of the night, crawl in, and then wake up. Um, but what's funny is we start putting him to bed in his bed all the time. So now tonight was his birthday. So one of the things we decided to do was out of the blue, we looked at him and said, hey, what if tonight, just because it's your birthday, you got to go to sleep in our bed tonight? And then here's the other thing he loves. It's always either we take turns. So it's either Lola or me. One of us puts him to sleep and read him a book. And, or now he reads us books. Jeez. Um, but we'll, one of us will put him to sleep and the other one kind of gets a break and gets some downtime. So we've been doing that for years that way. And it works out great for us. But we almost never, if like literally almost never, but a few times, put him to bed together. So that was something that doesn't happen, but I know that he likes it because he really enjoys being with the two of us. Um, it's just a family of three, right? So tonight I said, what if we went to bed in our bed and mom and dad both got to put you to bed? And I tell you, this kid lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, he like, his eyes got wide and he like did a little dance. He's like, and he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, buddy, it's your birthday. And he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, I'll be right back. And he runs to his room. He gets his toys he wants to bring in bed with him. He gets all, he picks the book he wants to read. He gets everything ready. He comes back into the bed and he's like, here I am. He's in pajamas. And he, like, he was so excited. So to me, that was one of those things that because we took it away and it wasn't something that became any kind of normal, now when we did it, it was this amazing, unexpected reality that was so exciting. Um, so that was one of the things that happened. Um, the other thing was I got in a kick where a couple years ago I got my first Xbox. You can see that here. I haven't had a video game since like Super Nintendo. Um, and then we got our Xbox. And when I first got that, you know, and then he would play with me some things and we'd get Lego games and we'd get dad games and we, and I started getting more games and I got in this thing of like, Hey, I haven't bought a game in forever. So I should if I want a game, I should go buy a game. So we'd go to GameStop all the time and, and get games. And almost, it was exciting at first because we'd stop, one, I mean, once a week maybe, maybe more. We'd just like swing by. We're out shopping. We'd stop at GameStop and let's look at the games and maybe we'd get one. And it was cool at first because we got to do it because we had freedom to do it. But just because you have freedom to do something doesn't mean you're going to stay in freedom. In fact, very often when we become free to do something or anything we want to do, we will then chain ourselves by our choices of what we're free to do, if that makes any sense, right? I'm free to do whatever I want, so now because I'm free, I'm going to go buy this constantly, and now I'm going to get myself addicted to having a donut every morning or buying these video games all the time or whatever it is, positive or negative. And then I find myself where it's like, now I'm jonesing to not do it. So we went through a period where we were doing that, and then we stopped and haven't bought a new game in a long time. And um, so he got, I guess, three months ago, right? It was Christmas time. He got a, a Nintendo Switch, which is, again, a huge deal. Got a video game thing. But for three months, nothing. He had a couple of games with it, and that was all he played. And it was fun. And that was, you know, some of the things he has. He also got books. He got clothes. He got toys. Don't worry, right? I think it's, it's okay to do whatever different things we want to do, like, like video games. But for months, he didn't have any new ones. 
So because we took away that special and it, and it didn't become normal, right? He, he was like, oh, I want that game. I'm like, oh, I understand, pal. I, yeah, I'd like that too. But, you know, that's not what we're going to do right now. And then months would go by, and then we got him one of the games he really wanted for his birthday. So when he opened up the bag and he saw a video game there, his eyes got, I mean, I promise, maybe I can find a, I think Lola took a video of it. I might post it online, so check back later. It was the cutest thing, because again, he danced, his eyes got wide. He was so excited, he couldn't believe it. So the point is all this, I'm giving you a lot of different examples. The point is, don't allow the special to become the new normal for too long. So now I, you don't want to live your life with no special things, right? So what do I do? So what I try to do is I create what we call magic moments. So I'll, I'll, ta- I'll try to find moments in life, moments with each other, moments with the family, moments uh, at work, wherever it is. And, and just and think, is this a moment? Can I create a moment that I'll remember when I look back at this a week later? Can I remember a moment like that? And I want that to be special. And you certainly don't need to limit how many of those you get to have. Just limit the same moment repeated. Because I think if, if we get into a scarcity mode with our magic moments, if you find something that was really magical, really special, really fun, it's easy to get in kind of scarcity of, oh, well, I haven't had a lot of magic moments. And now that I have that, what if, it doesn't, what if I don't get another one? So we kind of want to try to repeat that and we'll put it on autopilot, right? Um, if you're in a relationship, you know, especially guys, like what, what, are, what are we supposed to do? What's, the, what's one of the, the things that, oh yeah, I want to remind my wife that she's special. So what should I do? Oh, I know. I should go get her flowers, right? And hey, you should. I should. Probably tomorrow, right? And you might not agree with me on this, but just hear me out. If I got her flowers tomorrow, she would go, oh, that's so special. Thank you. That was unexpected. Amazing. But if I got her flowers the next day, she'd go, two days in a row? Honey, you're so special. I love you. Three days in a row? And if, if the only special magic thing I did was get her flowers and I did it every single day, what would happen? At some point, I promise you, she would get desensitized and then eventually it would become mundane because special became the new normal. So what you don't want to do is go, well, if special is only going to wear off anyway, forget it. I'm just not going to do special things. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is get creative with your special. Get creative with your magical. Get creative and decide what else could I do? What are some other things? And if you can think of the flowers one day and then a surprise date the next day, and then you pick up a little uh, uh, something, a, a piece of jewelry or clothing on the way home. And then you decide to write a homemade card. And then you say, hey, guess what? I cleared my whole evening. I want to sit with you and just pray together. I want to sit with you and just watch a movie. Can we just do that again? And maybe you haven't done that in a long time. But if you're watching movies every night, then maybe you might say, hey, you know what? Tonight, I want to take you out and do this, right? Um, let's go have a picnic at the park. Let's go walk on the beach, Let's go fly a kite. Like when was the last time you flew a kite? Consider flying a kite. Yes, Amber's saying, take the rubbish out. Amen, Amber. That's exactly right, right? And if you don't normally do that, step up and go do that, right? Go take the bins out or the trash, as we say in California. We got Australians listening in, so that's a good thing. Um, so that's my point for the whole episode this time. What I want you to really get is take a moment and let something be special that doesn't normally happen, let something be magical that doesn't normally happen, and then don't keep it for too long. Let it go. Be abundant, let it go, let it disappear, let it go back to the ether from whence it came, and realize there are more moments coming, and you just got to get creative for different ones. Um, So, 
Take a look at some of the things that you really enjoy in life, things that are really good, and consider, should I rest them and put them to bed for a season, right? Is there something you really enjoy that you could actually put away for two weeks or a month? And then what happens is when you go to dig it up and get it back, ooh, this is a special moment again, right? So consider what that would be like for you. Um, I hope this was useful and, and, and helpful. If, if anything, I hope that it made you think. That's what we're all about here on the podcast. Um, and if you're joining me again on Facebook Live, thank you for the comments and the interaction. If you are listening to this on the podcast or streaming it somewhere and you want to uh, jump in, remember every Monday, I do Mondays with Matt. That's where the bonus episodes drop. It comes to you Tuesday morning. And I do those live on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Matt Browning. Um, sometimes I'll do it on my personal profile, but we're moving towards the page, Matt Browning. You can find me there and get notifications when I go live and you can participate. Um, make sure, if you haven't already, by the way, if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you, uh, you already subscribe to the podcast. Search for my name, Matt Browning. It's the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're on iTunes, on Stitcher. Um, I think we're going to be on Spotify soon. We're on Google Play. You can go to Podbean directly where we're hosted. Um, but especially if you don't mind, please do me a favor. And I'm just asking you for this favor right now. If I can just ask one favor, um, if you haven't already, especially on iTunes, please, if you could just not just subscribe, but just real quick, leave a rating and review five star rating and review or however many stars you wish, however many five stars you want to put on is perfect for me. Um, but if you could put some stars and, and put a review of some kind, it's just a sentence or two. If you've never listened to the podcast before right now, you can just review me. If you know me, uh, I would certainly love that. It helps me more than you can imagine um, to really get uh, the name out there more into, uh, into iTunes and out into the world. So thanks again for listening, tuning in. Regular episodes come out Thursday at midnight every single week, and uh, this week is going to be a bomber episode. It is going to be part three in our sales series, all about overcoming objections. What to do when they say, I'd love to, but. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you guys. Bye.